everyone. Howdy. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Whatever time you are listening, today is Tuesday, July 16th, 2019. And welcome to International Angels Network. Happy magical full moon. I'm your host, Diane Morgan of Angel Navigation, and I'm coming to you live from Texas. And did you realize, I just realized today, that it is 167 days away from the year 2020. Wow. Just wow. So let me tell you a little about me. I'm a certified energy healer and angel therapy practitioner, an angel intuitive, a certified spiritual teacher and coach, as well as a published author. And, well, I just do many things. And I'm always so excited and, and I'm so energized with these energies that we've got coming in from the full moon and the Mercury retrograde and the eclipse. But I'm always so excited to have my show fall on the full moon and experience the energies with you guys. So first, I invite you to join me as we open with a prayer. And this prayer is by Reverend Jennifer Shackford. Angels, I ask you to support me with new growth for my soul by opening doors to new opportunities. I am asking you to help me let go of what no longer serves my life. I am ready for a big change. If a relationship in my life is not for my greatest good, please intervene and aid me to make the necessary changes. I choose to only have loving relationships in my life. Angels, I ask you to step in and place a career that is in alignment with my soul-driven path into my life. I am open and ready for new beginnings in all areas of my life. I ask that you make this process easy and effortless. As I embark on these new beginnings, I will naturally raise my vibration of energy to better connect with divine guidance in my everyday life. Thank you for your assistance always. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you all for being here and hanging out with us for the next hour. International Angels Network is the network that explores spirituality, metaphysical and mystical topics, even a little magic, what some call the wacky and weird. But hey, we love to create awareness in our discussions on angels and spirit guides and signs from spirit. We talk about light language and fairies, the fairy realm, the divine, energy healing, and just much, much more. Plus, we love introducing you to spiritual entrepreneurs and authors. And we are a live calling show. In the last half of the show, we'll be taking your calls at 516-453-9162 for questions with my special guest or mini readings with the angels. Uh, But first, let me give you a few announcements. Our live shows are brought to you by Audible by Amazon. And you can get a free audiobook download today with a 30-day free trial. And you can cancel it at any time, and plus you get to keep the free product. 
and that's at audibletrial.com forward slash international angels, which in turn helps support our online network. And then also tonight's show is sponsored by Unite in the Light, uh, created by Susie Parrott and myself, and we're delighted to offer pre-recorded classes to help others make their connection with the angels. And we'll be continually adding new classes. So we invite you to visit our website and start your connection with the angels today. And that's at www.uniteinthelight.com. Now tonight I am thrilled to introduce you to my special guest, well-known author and expert, Joy Elaine. And we're going to be discussing uh, the Masters, uh, the Galactic, uh, her books, and just much, much more. And the title of our show is Enjoying the Journey to Where We're Headed, plus open lines for your questions for Joy and for angel guidance messages. So remember, we're a live call-in show, and you can also Skype into the show for free while we're live from anywhere around the world. Just press the Skype icon and then press 1 to get in the queue, and that will connect you. Now, we also do take questions from the chat room. And if you miss our live shows, you can catch our replays in the archives on Blog Talk. And all of our shows are on YouTube. Uh, We're also on iHeartRadio, Blueberry, MyTuner Radio, Stitchers, Player FM, Google Play Music, TuneIn Radio, Radio Public, Podbean, and many others. And plus, you can listen to our shows on your Alexa devices. So let me tell you a little about my special guest, Ms. Joy Elaine. Now, Joy is an author, speaker, and one of the foremost experts in the world on the Ashtar Command, as well as mystical creatures that are real. Um, Joy has her fingers on the pulse of the evolving earth and has a profound understanding of the nature of the 47 universe and many of the races and its inhabitants. Joy's three decades of study in different forms of energy work, Reiki, past life regression, Akashic record reading, shamanism, angelic healing, and serenity vibration healing, has given her the background as well as the tools and techniques to be able to bring forth the information in her six books, which she calls The Joy Chronicles. Now, you can find her on her website at joyelaine.com or thejoyoflife.info. She's also on Facebook, Joy Elaine Books. She has a YouTube channel, which is joyelaine4, the number four, forward slash videos. She's also on LinkedIn. And her email, one of the best ways to reach her is info at joyelaine.com. So, yay, let's bring Miss Joy on air. (laughs) Hello. Hey. Oh, this is so exciting. (laughs) (laughs) This is just so exciting for me, you know. As we were speaking a little earlier, you know, I've never had anyone that I've interviewed that has worked with Ashtar Command or the Galactic Beings. So, you know, I'm just 
I love to create awareness and so to bring people more understanding and and so I'm just just thank you for being here, Joy. I'm just so excited you're that you're here. You're welcome. I love the music you played at the beginning of the show and uh and just very pleased to be able to share with you what I've what I found out from from the masters and from the Astro Command. I didn't know much about them either until I started writing these books. And then, wow, well, I found out a lot. <laughs> and you've written six books, and are all yes. of them on the galactic experiences that you've referred to as the Joint Chronicles? Yes. Or what well, was it that but, guided you to write these these books? Well, I was, you know, I've done the Serenity Vibration Healing Modality for a long time, and I since 2003, and I used it initially just to work on myself to get myself clear and raise my vibration, as you mentioned at the beginning of the of the show. And mm-hmm. then after a while, being an Aquarian, I thought, you know, I really want to do more to help the earth because I have a, a really close connection to and love of nature. So mm-hmm. I started, uh, you know, investigating things, and one of the, one of the healers that I'd worked with um, shared something about the Ashtar Command, and I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. So this was in 2014. I started investigating, and I decided, you know, um, I read something about the work they were doing, templating the cities of life for Earth, which sounded really cool. And I used Serenity to kind of feel into uh, what they were doing, and I felt like I, there were some things I could add to what they were doing. So I just used my energy body. I'm sitting was sitting on my sofa in the front room, and I intended, with the, you know, using the tools that I've developed over those three decades, to trans transmit a part of my consciousness onto an Ashtar command ship. And voila, mm-hmm. <laughs> there stood tall, dark, and handsome. And I was like, oh, wow, I wasn't I wasn't expecting that, you know. Um, very, very uh, gorgeous guy, uh, probably six foot, and dressed completely in black, um, black tunic and black pants. And he was looking at me so intently, and I thought, wow, he's, you know, it didn't, wasn't until our second or third meeting that I found out that he'd known me for a million years. <laughs> yeah, and you're going, a million years, huh? Yeah, well, um, I do travel in time uh, with the uh, energy work that I do, and I had gone back to an academy a million years in the past, energetically, of course, I'm talking about, right, right. not physically. And he happened to be at that academy, and he saw me, and he said, you know, he knew that the instant he saw me that that there was no other one, nobody else for him. So I was, you know, I was, this was a lot of information for me to take in initially. I was pretty much just flabbergasted <laughs> every time I stepped aboard his ship because I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and it just kind of the information that he, the things that he told me about humanity and Earth and where we're going were so astounding were so wonderful, were so magical and marvelous that I just knew I had to write about them. Mm-hmm. I, I had to tell people mm-hmm. about, you know, where we're going and how we're right. going to get there, and it's it's great. Yeah, the magic. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, now I understand you love that song because I'm always afraid that the show's going to start and y'all are going to catch me singing that song because I absolutely love that song. <laughs> Oh goodness! So your first book was is called "The Path of Sweetness." Yes. Can you because share with really, us? 
it really is a path of sweetness. And people will go, some people at times people say, well, really, with all the stuff that's happening now? And I say, yeah, you know, stuff's coming up to be revealed and released. And the important thing is to, um, you may be perhaps if it's, quote, uh, not a good thing, just acknowledge it and then focus on something else, you know, because mm-hmm. wherever we're focusing, we're sending our energy to that. So right. the war on drugs is still war, you know. Um, the war on terror is, is still is just more terror, more war. So that's one of the things that I really advise people about is, and it's, it's something I have to remind myself because I'll find myself, Focusing on something, you know, we're, I think we're taught in school to look for what's wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I when you do that, that, you, get you just get more wrong. Society. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. You know, you just get more wrong when you do that. So mm-hmm. um, that's and, – and, and contribute to the situation. So shift your focus. Mm-hmm. One thing I suggest, which is a really easy thing to do, is just quit watching the news. I mean, oh, yeah. really do. I quit watching the news sometime back because it's like – you know, all they're doing is corrupting our minds and making, putting us in fear consciousness, and and we've got to focus on the good things. You know exactly right, what right. you said. Right. And exactly. Fear spreads fear. You know, I, that's what right. I keep saying. If they, you know, not getting into the political thing, but if they quit talking about all that, it would go away. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, but as long as people are, you know, watching that, that's they're feeding know, it, feeding the yeah. fire. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So oh. I'm preaching to the choir with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same story I preach to everybody. <laughs> but what about? And I'm like, but you just can't go there. You've got to look for the good in it. Yeah. There is yeah. some good in it, or it wouldn't you know? You and the only way that we are going to make a difference in mass consciousness is finding the good and right. talking about the good and creating our own reality. Of good, of love. Right. And I think, I believe that's what my books will do. Even, uh, you know, there's there's ways that, there's there's a short paragraph in the back of each book that describes how people can join in the work that uh, Ashtar Commander Tonas and I are doing, for example, in the first book. From From his spaceship, we're sending transmissions to Earth to assist and uplift. And these right. transmissions are approved by the Galactic Councils of Light, you know, so that they have to they have to pass muster. I can't just say, "Hey, I want this and this and this." Um, it's it, <laughs> there's a lot of screening that goes on. So uh, when you, and even if people don't do that, if they just read the books, they're going to feel so uplifted. They're going to feel so much joy and harmony and the realization that quote in magic really does exist. That that mm-hmm. sends those thoughts of out into collective consciousness. Oh, fairies really do exist, and they want. They right. told me they we is we is real. <laughs> right. We want people to know we're right. real, and that elves really do exist, and there really are benevolent masters that would like to help us. And but here's the kicker. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the prime rules, and this sounds like a Star Trek thing, is that you can't advance a species beyond their readiness. So they, you know, we have to ask. Right. We have to ask. My favorite, my favorite, favorite quote. And you were doing that at the beginning. You were asking the angels, you know. Exactly. Asking. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us more about the 
Ashtar Command, and who okay, are well, the Galactic Masters? Let me talk from? about non-duality and duality, and that will give you a good view of what the Ashtar Command are about. So we know what okay. duality is because we've always been a dual world. Mm-hmm. If you think about the things that we've experienced, we've been, and most of us were, we, we were born in third dimension and we grew up in third dimension. Now the good news is third dimension is no longer attached to earth, and neither is fourth dimension. And people kind of look at me kind of funny when I say that, but, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, what happened no, I'm was, laughing because they look at me kind of weird too when I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're kind of like fifth, sixth, and seventh now, and they're like, what? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And most people are like, and they're thinking the fifth dimension is a be-all, do-all, end-all, but it's not. Exactly. I mean, it's better than four, it's better than three, because the vibration of that dimension is higher. There's a little more freedom, there's a little more manifestations happening a little bit faster. But, well, let me, I, I got a little bit off track here. Let me go back to what, what I was saying. Fourth dimension is gone, third dimension is gone. We're in a, we're in a higher, we're in an age of expansion. I mean, if I'd been writing books like this 20 years ago, I, well, I know some people were, were doing that, but I'm I'm living in the Midwest, and I don't think that would have been accepted at all. I would have been really, um, <laughs> I, don't I don't think, think it would have been, been in thing. Texas either. <laughs> <laughs> so people are, I mean, they the, like thinking about Star Trek, right. think about, um, you know, the Star Wars, think about the books, the dragon, the mm-hmm. dragon, whatever. You know, those are fiction, but they have opened people's eyes and minds to the possibility that, hey, maybe this stuff could be real. And when I found out that it was real, it was like my heart just started singing. I mean, how can you, how can you not believe when you're actually talking to a dragon? You know, when you're mm-hmm. when you're seeing a dragon, when you're seeing a fairy, and you're talking to them, how can you not believe in magic? Right, right. Well, so I think. Back, back, yep. back to not duality and duality. <laughs> you have to keep me on track here, Diane. Um, so uh, we can duality, talk for hours, we know I can tell. <laughs> we, we know what duality is because it's it's the good, it's the bad, it's the hot, it's the cold, it's the ups, it's the down. It's, right. you, know, good, you have a good day and then you have a bad day. That's the two-sidedness of, of duality. Non-duality. Now, I want you to just to take a deep breath and open your mind and open your heart when I'm talking about non-duality because it's going to seem, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to think that your your listeners are ready to hear what I have to say. Non-duality, instant manifestation. I'm going to say that again. Non-duality, you think what you want and you have it. You have it in your hand or your body becomes that or it is. It, it, it manifests instantly. Now, as we move into these higher dimensions, five and six and seven, you're going to notice that things are manifesting. If you're in clarity, if you've done your work, if you've done your you know, getting your act cleaned up so that it's not an act, you're going to notice that. You're going to you're going to think about something and you're going to turn around and maybe it's there right now or it's the next day or you're going, wow, look at that. Mm-hmm. So when does not when is non-duality for Earth? Eighth dimension. Eighth dimension is the first non-dual dimension for Earth, and we are physically everyone on Earth now and Earth herself is in. Fifth and sixth, or a blend of five and six. Now, of course, the energy parts of us exist everywhere. You know, energetically, we're already, you know, part of us in the eighth dimension. But we're not physically there yet. 
So non-dual is instant manifestation. Now, let me tell you about Commander Tonas, the guy that I stepped aboard the, the ship, the stunningly handsome. I mean, my heart rate just sped up so fast because I thought, <laughs> wow, wow. You know, I mean, uh, uh, I even get goosebumps just thinking about it again. Oh, wow. So I uh, normally, I'm, I'm, and I wasn't interested in men at all at that time in my life. I'm 73. I was just busy doing my work. I wasn't looking for anything like a relationship. And here's this stunningly handsome man. And in this, like at the second or third meeting that we had, of course, you know, I had to go back <laughs> after the first time. He said he was over 25 million years old. Over 25 million years old. And at that time, uh, above Earth in February of 2014, there were 86 million Ashtar Command ships stationed above Earth on like the 10th dimension above. And he was, of all those 86 million ships, he was the youngest commander. Mm. I said, so what, you know, comparatively to Earth age, what would you be considered? He said about a six-year-old. Because, not that he would get into trouble or make mistakes or things, he because he didn't have, quote, the life experience <laughs> of some of the other commanders. So, you know, he looks like he's about 30. Of course, he could look like any age he wants, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. here's here's another interesting tidbit. I've seen myself in the higher dimension. And guess what? I don't look like I'm 73, although I look darn good for 73. I look like I'm about 23, and I'm blonde. I didn't really recognize mm-hmm. myself when I saw that woman. I thought, I wonder who that is. <laughs> and when I went to the council, the joy council that we form in the second book, they said, well, that's you. And I went, oh, okay. So I know it's possible. I mean, if you think about someone who's 25 million years old, all his ancestors are still alive. Okay, so in non-duality, nothing dies. Right. So you, if your if your pet makes it into the fifth dimension or the eighth dimension, I mean, I'm sorry, the eighth dimension, <clears throat> your pet is living with you forever. Mm. I mean, I thought, well, you know, I like the idea of instant manifestation. I like the idea of looking however I want to look. I like the idea of forever peace. I love the idea of Earth being restored to her pristine nature. Gia herself told me that. All the elements of Earth will be pure again in the eighth dimension. No more pollution. The oceans are clear. The air is clear. The land is clear. And if we can manifest instantly, think about what we won't need. Right. So when I found out all this, Diane, I thought, you know, i got to write about it. i got to tell people about it. i gotta, I got to give them the hope that there is a marvelous, glorious, magical future for us. Because a lot of them, I mean, I just today I got another notice from my uh, high school, from the high school secretary where I graduated. Another classmate died. You know, and a lot of my people my age, and at least in my class here, they've they've already got their grave plots. They've got they've got you know they've they've planned that all out. And I'm not I'm not denigrating that in any fashion because a lot of people will that will be their reality and they will stick to it. Right. By gosh, you know. Right. But some of us. Are, are are thinking about something different, and I certainly am. I mean, the old paradigm, here's the old paradigm. You're born, 
you struggle, you might have a little bit of fun, you get old, you get sick, and you die. Okay, that was third dimension paradigm. Now I'm thinking I like the better I like the new paradigm better. <laughs> <laughs> I like the new paradigm where I'm where I'm instantly manifesting, where I'm teleporting and bilocating and doing all those things that we think maybe just a few people could do back in the day, you know, like you know, back in well, ancient and that's Egypt. What we're all gearing toward for twenty thirty two, the new golden age, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. This is the way it was in Atlantis that they manifested instantly uh, right. before things went awry. Right. And yep. so, yeah, yep. I mean, I I say that all the time. I, you know, I tell people all the time, I don't know, yeah, y'all are getting old. You know, I'm, I'm 62. I'm not getting old. I don't know what the, you know, what's going on there. But I wanted to, to ask you uh, another question because we're going really quick. We're almost halfway okay. through the show. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about the fairies and the dragons. Oh, good. Well, I could talk about them all day. Well, I met a fairy at the end of the first book, Path of Sweetness. And there's lots of fairy information in all the other books. And there's I didn't meet a dragon until book two, the, the Blossoming of Love. But the fairy that I met, um, let me let me back up just a little bit. I grew up on a farm, and I was what you would call a wild child. I was outside all day long as long as I could stay outside, barefoot, with you know minimum of clothing, climbing the trees, running around and stepping in the my kind of gal. <laughs> yeah, okay, and hanging out in the trees a lot. And then I, at, when I was about eight, we moved to a different farm just about a mile down the road. I was devastated. I I didn't want to go. I couldn't explain to my parents why I didn't want to go. I cried and cried and cried. And of course, it didn't make any difference. We were going to move. So I didn't find out until I started connecting with my angel guides in this in this first book that. The reason I was so devastated was that I moved out of the fairy garden where I'd been playing with the fairies. Because each fairy, you know, at that time, fairies, they, they didn't leave their garden. And even though it was only a mile down the road, it was a different fairy garden. And so he reminded me about Shalaya. That's an, that's her name. And by the way, on my on my website, I think there's a section where you can find out a lot of the names for the fairies of different cities. Um. And so when I connected with her, I realized that was that was why I was so devastated. And she said she missed me too. We used to hang Aww. out in the trees together. Yeah. And so they uh-huh. became a big part of the work that we're doing in the Joy Chronicles because the fairies are earth keepers. Let me right. make sure that I tell you that everyone knows that there is no such thing as a bad fairy. Never, never has been, never will be. We've got these stories that circulate about, you know, I don't even want to go there because they're just not true. Gia herself told me that without the fairies, Earth would be dead. They support every living, every green thing, and the animals, too. So if you, unless you're living in in Antarctica or you live permanently on the ocean or you live in the Sahara Desert, you got a fairy garden where you live. There's over 23 million fairies, and there's more than that now because when we when the first book there weren't boy fairies, but there are now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so fairies two inches tall, um, 
every garden has a queen. She has a wand, and it's powered by love, by the by the love of the fairies, and 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 they can manifest instantly in their garden. You know, it's it's always summer, always spring, summer, and anything that was created in a fairy garden never dies. Now, here's one of the most beautiful facts about the fairies. You know the things that we kill, the animals that we kill, and the trees we cut down, and even the carrots that we pull up out of the ground and eat. Mm-hmm. The fairies a template. I don't know how it works, but they have a template so that anything that dies before its time, they take it into their gardens. Now, there's a special place for cows because just think of all the cows that have perished over the years. Mm-hmm. And what ha- what happens is that, remember, they're, they're the energy form of the cow. And Shalaya told me, said, they 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 have these pastures, they have trees, they have the streams, they like to eat grass, and they don't need to do it, but we let them what she said and when it's time for them to die they don't call it die in the fairy garden when it's time for them to die they lay down and they turn into sparklies now as i said things that are things that are created in the fairy gardens initially don't die ever and the fairies Mm -hmm. don't die either so Mm -hmm. uh, but i thought you know all the trees that i've loved because i'm a tree person they're still there they're in the fairy gardens that was one of the most Precious bits of information that I've that I've been told, mm-hmm. and I learned a lot of beautiful things. So, have you so, ever come across any gnomes? There are. I've 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 I haven't seen them, but I've talked with them. And a dwarf, kind of a dwarf and a gnome are the same thing, according to Gia. They're kind of like the same species. Well, can Elder, I have to tell you, I have different. I have Leroy. Uh, I have a gnome oh. that lives under my big oak tree, and I named him Leroy. And <laughs> so I sit out there and talk to Leroy. <laughs> yeah, well. And I just I know he's there because there's too many things that he has mentioned that are factual around my house, like yeah. an old gray cat. There's this yeah. old gray stray cat that has the most wicked meow. And uh-huh. he just he he like he shivers, <laughs> and so I keep telling him, "You can send him away. It's okay." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they're tiny. They're only about an inch tall. I mean, they're mm-hmm. they're not a, they're not at all like we picture. And they do look yeah. like to look like little old men. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I bought a little be- uh, a little Zen gnome statue and set it out there for him. So oh. that way I was honoring him because I have a fairy and I have a pixie, you know, I have different things yeah. out in my garden. Yeah, yeah. And so sure. he, he needed he needed a statue as well. So that's yeah. why I was wondering if you had, you know, ever conversed with gnomes because they're but quite, I, quite I, something. I did speak with a, a, an elf that was in California. His name was Emot. He had a really tiny little voice and uh, it was an interesting conversation. Um let me tell you one more thing about the fairies. I asked I asked the fairy queen for the garden where I live, truly is her name. I said, what can I do to help the fairies? Well, first mm-hmm. I asked her if she liked the cookies and bits of things that I left out for her. And she said, well, those are for humans. They're dead stuff. <laughs> they only drink dew. Fairies only drink dew. So... I've been wasting all those bits of cookies, so I've decided to keep them all for myself. But I asked her, I said, how can we help the fairies? And she goes, well, 
if you just laugh for five minutes, I think that's it, five minutes a day, it makes everything happy. And I Aww. said, well, you know, humans are kind of funny that way. But she said, we know when you're sad. So mm-hmm. they really just want us to be happy, you know, because they are. They are happy. So the way to help a fairy is just to be happy. And, of course, you help yourself, too. Mm. Mm. I think of inner child when I think of fairies. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. They're bubble they're bubbly, they're 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 right. just so joy they're so happy when I and when I and I'm so happy when I have a t when I speak with them. There's a lot of information on my blog. I need to mention that for people because there's information about the fairies, about dragons, about genies. I met a genie in the first book. Um and we, we you know, we've got a few things right but we sure has sure have got a lot of things wrong too. And, um, you know, Gia is the lady that I consult, and, of course, then I speak with the dragons or the fairies. And so if you if you look at my blog, that's joyelaine.com, you're going to find you're going to find so much information, and a lot of it, I think, is would be helpful for you also as a person. There's a the latest blog I did was um, working with the Astro Command. You actually go inter, energetically to visit the spaceship that Tonus and I are on in that first book, um, uh, April fourth, two thousand fourteen. And you'll, if you follow the directions in that blog, you'll be able to give yourself gifts in the past from that spaceship. <laughs> Awesome. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. And there's a there's one and, called the and bridge. for those that are listening, the link for Joy's books is in the description uh, on the show, so you can yep. go and just click on that and go to the link. So you, if us. you go to my site, it'll take you right directly to Amazon. That's the easiest way to find my books. Um, yeah. com. So it's the path of sweetness, blossoming of love, a wish is granted. Paths of Freedom, Return of the Dragons, and Spaceship Earth, Return to the Star Tribes. And mm-hmm. those are the six right. books in the right. Joy Chronicles. Right, so and they are chronological. chronological. Okay, and they are chronological as it came to you. Yes, right, as I experienced it. Right. So tell us what you think the primary benefit that a potential reader will gain from reading your books? Hope, excitement, fun, joy, upliftment, excitement, I mentioned, because you get it, you get it offered a chance to be a conscious participant in what's happening here on Earth. Remember I told you that they, the galactic masters would like to help us, but we have to ask. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we have their hands are tied. We live here. We get to vote. We get to say what happens for the future of Earth. And boy, I'm putting my votes in. I'm stuffing the ballot box. <laughs> well, and I think so many fail to understand. You know, that is universal law for anything. We have to it ask. Is. So it right. would make a natural. You have to ask the angels for help. So right. it would make you have to ask mm-hmm. natural sense that we have to ask for help because it evades our free will. So right. That's so awesome. how do you connect with the Asher Command? If you well, you've got I've got that blog article. I've got uh, one of my world missions is implement a world mission with the Asher Command. But you can just you know if you do any kind of meditation, just get quiet, sit on your sofa, and just say, 
I'd like to telepathically connect with uh, the Ashtar commander that's most um, in alignment with me working with him. And trust yourself. You know, you always have the intention that you're only working with the uh, highest beings of divine light. That all the Ashtar commanders are non-dual, so they're not going to be—they're not going to be manipulating you. They're not going to be telling you things to do. They're going to be open to suggestions. Um, I, I think that's the easiest way to do it. But like I said, each of my books has suggestions about how you can join us in what we're doing, and I hope you do, because what's going to happen is the more people that do that, we're going to create a wave. A wave of, of evolution of grace and ease as we move forward to this eighth dimension of non-duality. And you can sit on the beach and watch the wave, send us blessings. That's good, too. But if you're like me, I want to be, I want to be on a surfboard right and right on the tip of that wave, just heading right into that eighth dimension. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind so, of the, I'm right there with you. I want to be on that oh, surfboard. Good. I want to be, I want to be leading surfboard. it. Come on, guys, let's go. Let's do this. So, Grab your surfboard and uh, join me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, when a few years ago. We were at the beach, and uh, I was watching all these kids, and my husband's not much for the beach, but I'm watching all these kids out there, and I said, I want a boogie board. And he went, what? I want a boogie board. So we went and got me a boogie board, and I was out there riding with the kids. Oh, good <laughs> And it was you. so much fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's, uh, you know, Claudia that's wanted me to mention uh, about your books that some of them are on Kindle Unlimited. Yes, and, right. all uh, of them are. Yeah, so you guys, you can get those if you have Kindle Unlimited, uh, and re- and she can't wait to read your book. She wanted me to tell you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, so how can we? You know, you... one of the topics was enjoy your journey. So, I just you know like I think if just reiterate some of the things we talked about. Turn off the news. Mm-hmm. Find something that's fun to do. If you've got a job that you hate, you either you change yourself or you change your job. A lot of my blog blog articles are used at Serenity Vibration Healing Modality that I've practiced, and they give you a chance to clear things about, for example, helping you love yourself, helping you manifest ideal scenarios for your life. So that's a really powerful blog article. I use that right. every day. Wow. Um, yeah. You know, take 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 the take the positive action to make make some changes in your life, and you can start small. You can just start, you know, instead of being instead of sharing some gossip, just decide not to. You know, every little thing yeah. you do is, is so important. Everything you think exactly. or say is so important now because we are in this time of just a wonderful expansion of of catapulting forward, and I'm choosing it to be with ease and grace. Yeah. Okay, there was one more thing that I wanted to ask you. It's not um, your mission, your world mission. Would you share that with us? To be joyful. <laughs> That's my name. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, at, I'm 73, like I said before, and this writing these books is is one of the major purposes of my life. Just to bring this information out. There's actually 10 books in this series. I haven't published the others, and I'm starting on book two of the next series. So to share this, share this excitement, this joy, this possibilities, this upliftment, this remembering that life is magical and it's going to be even more so. That's my that's my world mission. Mm-hmm. 
I see it. I, I say that all the time. I see it. Everything in my being sees a world at peace where we help each other and we love each other and we share with each other. And yep. Yeah. That's the dream. Yeah. That's what that's, that's what we're dreaming dream. into dreaming into reality. And that's exactly. one of my blog articles. Dream the eighth dimension into reality. I mean Lyra is the world in our universe. My I'm and it's it's non dual. We about half of the worlds in our universe are non dual. Mm-hmm. And Lyra is a city of musicians of the arts. It's a world of musicians and the arts, and they even have crystalline cities floating in the sky. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's possible for us. Mm-hmm. I just when I just when I talk about stuff like that, I just get goosebumpy all over because mm-hmm. that's our future. Yeah, exactly. Because I can see it. I know. Uh, I've written several books myself, and in the very first book that we wrote, and I had a uh, co-author at the time, and I actually saw and wrote into existence a crystal city in the sky. Oh, cool. I could see it. it I, <laughs> I need I, you to know, do a I high five. I could see it. <laughs> I, could I wish I was there. I could high five you. <laughs> and, you know, all the different crystals and the roads of gold and and oh. this beautiful golden unicorn and she's like boy you have an imagination i said i can see it i close my eyes mm-hmm. and i can see mm-hmm. it so yeah yeah they do exist by the way they do exactly yeah. so yeah. you know my th- my thinking right now is well okay so i went there in the astral and then i wrote about it in a book so yeah yep. well people go well, where, where are where do they exist you know well they're a little bit off of our dimension because in the past yeah, you know, we killed off dragons twice in our history, the Dragon mm-hmm. King told me. Mm-hmm. So when we brought them back, which that happens in book two, Gia put them a little bit off our dimension just so that, you know, that, and that they'll be, and here's another cool thing. In the eighth dimension, the dragons, the fairies, the elves, the gnomes, the unicorns will be interacting with us. We won't be killing anything anymore, and they won't be killing us. We won't be killing them. We'll be just busy loving on each other. Mm. <laughs> I yeah. love it. All right. Well, let me give a few announcements and then we'll open our lines. Um, okay. Okay. Tomorrow, Wednesday, right. July 17th, uh, 6 p.m. UK time, 1 p.m. Eastern, is Angelic Light with host Susie Parrott. And she has the fairy whisperer, Claire Castley, is going to be with her. And they will also be doing free mini readings. And then Thursday, July 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern is Alex, the Alex Levy Show. And they're going to be doing a little bit of astrology with Colin Bedell and mini readings. And then Sunday, July 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern is Mystical Connections with Claudia Ibarra. And she has a special guest, fairyologist Andre Bello, the Dream Shaman. Monday, July 22nd at 9 p.m. Eastern is Divine Guidance with Shishi O'Donnell. And then you can join me back here next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern with my special guest, Marianne Savino. And we're going to be bringing in information on the Planetary New Year and Lionsgate. Plus, we'll have open lines and readings. All right. So, Miss Joy, would you like to remind our listeners where they can find you and your wonderful books? 
um, you find me on on um, on the web on at www.joyelaine.com. And the links to my YouTube site and Facebook and everything are on that, uh, on my main website, so you can just follow me through there. Um, the books, there's a, there's a uh, page of highlights for each of the books, and there's a, even a short video about the books, so you can kind of sample and see what they're about. They are chronological, but, you know, I think I'd like to read them that way, but some people don't. They just want to buy one, this book, and they want to buy these three books, and... <laughs> Mm-hmm, I find mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to read them in chronological order myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the story first book from is start you know, to finish. Face, yeah. <laughs> face to face with an Ashtar commander. The second book, lots of fairies and dragons. A cosmic marriage. The third book, um, one of my favorites actually. Um, a lot of really cool things happen with Laponi, the genie that that you meet in the first book. Book four, a lot of drama. I didn't expect that, but boy, we. It, up was hitting the fan, you know. Book five, Return of Dragons. Everybody loves the cover on that because it shows the dragon prince that was born on Mother's Day in 2015. And But all the books, except for the very first one, have a lot of dragon information in them. And then book mm-hmm. six, Return of the Star Tribe, Spaceship Earth. I found out about uh, a lot of the people that we think that our, our indigenous weren't. <laughs> aren't. So um, great stuff, I think. Uh, really just about anything you can think of or imagine. I've been asking lots of questions because I'm a curious person, and a lot of that's in the books. King Arthur and Guinevere, oh, yeah. stuff, stuff about um, Stonehenge, Noah. You know, you... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I oh, I'm the same get, way. I, I sit up yeah. there and I just ask question after question yeah. because as, as seekers, that's what we do. You know, right. okay, I want I want to understand this, and I want more knowledge about this. And, right. and yeah. even if it's for my own self, you know, if it's yeah. nothing that I'm going to write, it's nothing I'm going to teach, although I have found a lot of it I do teach. Um, it's just because I'm like, you know, like you, I'm curious. I, I want to right. know. Right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I took a dragon class last year and met my dragon. And <laughs> so there's a whole other world of mystical, magical things out there. And I, I think as light workers, that's our our job is to bring those things in. You know, I believe that dragons, fairies, um, Star Trek, all these things that there have been books and there's been movies. I really think that that's creator's way of keeping it in our consciousness. Right, I do too. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we've got a, uh, several callers on the switchboard, but only. Uh, you need to remember to press 1 to get in the queue for a mini-reading or a question with Joy. And if we don't get to your call tonight, do know that tomorrow, Susie Parrott at 1 p.m. Eastern, and she'll be doing mini-readings, and then Alex on Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, and Claudia on Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern, and then she, she is on Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern. So... Remember to press 1 to get in the queue. And our first caller is Karen from New York. Oh, hi, Karen. How are you? Oh, hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Wow, I've been enjoying Certainly. the show. Wonderful. Yes. Do you have a question for Joy, or how yes. can we help you this uh, evening? I wonder um, what what do you see coming up for me? Um, I'm in a 
kind of a big change, and I'm also grieving. I lost my um, partner, boyfriend, best friend of 15 plus years a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's impacting me in many, many ways, and um, so I wonder what you see ahead for me. Well, um, was your name Karen again? Yes. I'm so- yes. Official yes. name Karen Sue, but I made it easy. Okay. So, you know, I'm not. I don't answer individual questions like that. I'm not. A, I don't consider myself a reader in that regard. But I would suggest that a lot of answers that you might want for yourself, you'll find them in my blog articles. You'll find them things about how to. How to, you know, one of the things on self-love, you know, because, and especially the bridge on non-duality, because that is a way to just, an easy way just to help yourself be calm when there's chaos around you or when when things are happening that you're just really despairing about. You step on a, on this bridge that you visualize, and it's a different energy. It helps you stay out of the troubled waters so that way you feel better and that radiates out to everyone in your life so that it helps them also. I'm sorry for your loss, but um, are you able to see what gifts I might have, or what what might be blocking me? Well, if you're if you're here now, you're a master. <laughs> you're just remembering that. A, you mean a master a now or on the call? I mean here existing now on here Earth. on Earth. <laughs> yes. Anybody yeah. that's here now is because they wanted to be here in this time of really excitement and change, and I'm congratulating for you to, for you congratulating you for being here as as an embodiment. So, um, purpose. What's your purpose? Well, the one of the big purposes is that you're just here to help. You're just here to help, and that can be as simple as just enjoying your life. I mean, which is one of the things that. The more you enjoy yourself, the more that you spread that that energy, that vibration, that upliftment around to others. So find something that makes you happy. I know it may be difficult right now, but um, there's there's things you can do. Just really. Yeah, and and condolences on your loss, Karen. Yes. Now I drew an energy oracle card for you, and the card that we got was storm warning in the reverse position which this card is all about that there are better times coming for you on the horizon and that the new light may bring in a time of reassessment and redirection. So you've got to consider where you want to go next and spend some time, you need to spend some time reflecting on the difficulties of the past so that you can do some healing uh, you're going through the healing process right now, and that's what this card is all about, that there are better times coming, but you need to go through the healing process. You know, so many times we cut ourselves off, and we don't we don't want to feel those things, but to really heal from those things, we've got to go through the emotions of them, and you're a very strong woman is what I'm feeling, that... that you haven't let yourself totally get into that emotional state of letting letting it go, crying and kicking and screaming and going through the grief process. But the, the angels are saying that 
there are better days ahead of you. There are things that are coming in the future. Bright, sunny skies is what they're saying. Um, So whether it's about yourself or empowerment, remember to bring intention into your bright new path. Set the intention for what it is. You know, as as uh, Joy was saying, we are manifesting so rapidly. So set the intention for what you want to manifest, darling. Okay, thank you. Could I ask okay. a quick question about being masters in it? Sure. We've got about five Did minutes, Joy. My friend who, you know, my partner who passed and other people who have passed are not masters because they left? No. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, they, they left because they just they just wanted to maybe they wanted to maybe assist from a different position. Right. That's what I was going to say. They left because there was somewhere else they wanted to to assist us in some other way. Wow. So that okay. could be true of him. Exactly. Wow. That's my belief. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome, Karen. Thank You're you welcome. for calling. Have a good evening. Thank you so much. You too. Thank Blessings. you. Blessings to you, sweetheart. All right, Miss Joy. The time has just gone. I'm going to pull one quick card for everybody listening uh, in on tonight's show and listening for the archives. And with all the intense energies of the full moon tonight, the lunar eclipse, the Mercury retrograde, and, you know, as mm-hmm. Joy was talking about us moving up in vibration, well, as we raise our vibration, we're more sensitive to the energies. And a lot of people are wondering what in the world is going on and to understand that we're just a little bit more sensitive. We're not in the 3D anymore to where they're like there's a big box over us blocking us from these energies is the way that I picture it. That's right. All right, so I'm going to use Archangel Michael card, and I absolutely love this card. It says lean on God and the angels for support. (laughs) You're a strong and independent person, yet there are times when everyone needs support. And for you, that time is now. This card guides you to give this situation completely to God and the angels. If you try to single-handedly resolve it, you'll burden yourself with unnecessary worry, which also blocks you from experiencing the solution at hand. When you allow others to help and support you, You empower yourself. So just say, Dear God and the angels, I give you this and describe the situation now and completely. I step out of the way and allow divine miracles to shine through everyone and everything involved. So that's your message for the week. And Joy, are there, you know, what message do you have for our listeners? Well, I think you've said some wonderful things, but I just want people to know that magic, and if you think of magic as the ability to create anything that you want instantly, that's what we're moving to. So magic does exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. 
Okay, guys and dolls, the Joy Chronicles. You can find them on Amazon. You can find them on Joy's website. Uh, check out her blog on her website. You want to give that real quick again, sweetie? Uh, com. The books are sold on Amazon, but it's easiest to look at them, find them first on my website. It takes you right to Amazon when you decide you want to buy anything. And the link is in the description of the show, and that's Elaine, E-L-A-I-N? E. Elaine E, with an E on the end. E-L-A-I-N-E. Yep. Joy, Joy Elaine, Elaine, the Joy Chronicles. Yep. And again, thank you, thank you for joining us, Joy. It has been such a pleasure to have you on with us tonight. And My pleasure, uh, I, too. <laughs> I would love to invite you back you know, um, later in the year or the first of next year so we can see what's going on with you then. Glad to. Be glad to do it. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. All right, thank you, and thank you all for listening. You can join me back here next week. Until then... Just remember when you inflict conditions upon your happiness, you place that joy in a future tense. So until then, I'm sending you blessings of healing light on angel wings. Have a great week, and God bless.